Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Special thanks to all of you in our community. Gosh, you've been so good to us with the release of Journey of the Soul. We know we just hit number one on Amazon and pre-sales and Christian discipleship, and that's thanks to your partnership. It's been great to interact with many of you who are on our launch team in the Facebook group community as well. So, gosh, thanks so much for being a part of this journey, and it's fun to see what God wants to do with Journey of the Soul. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Let's have a soul talk. So glad that you've joined Christy and I in this conversation. I'm holding a copy of Journey of the Soul, a practical guide to emotional and spiritual growth. And wow, Christy, it's fun that the book is finally released. Launch day has come. It's been a long labor, Bill. (laughs) Uh, It's been a labor of love and coming from you. I mean, you've done that three times for real with our kids. And this was a, uh, a kind of labor, a kind of birthing process and putting out the best stuff that God has taught us about the journey of the soul, the stages of emotional and spiritual growth and how, how we grow in faith and Jesus and in our ministry to others. And really thankful because God doesn't waste anything. And he he used all of the learning that was going on in our own labor, our own waiting, our own experiences of pain and grief and fear and working that through, bringing that into relationship with him and then all the things that we've learned from our own experience, but also from journeying with others. Yeah, we wrote this book because it's the book that we needed when uh, each of us at different times hit the wall, uh, dark night of the soul, times of suffering, questioning God, feeling spiritually dry and just not understanding what was going on and uh, realizing that, you know, the spiritual disciplines are not like one size fits all. And it sort of depends on the stage or phase that you're in and your journey with Jesus, which disciplines are going to be most helpful to you. And just realized, you know, there's actually some research here on the stages of faith and the psychology of that, the spirituality of that, and some ancient work from Teresa of Avila and and others that really help us understand the developmental stages that we go through. And when we get that lay of the land that we're calling the journey of the soul, it is so helpful. The lights just come on. I've seen the difference it's made in client after client after client who's come in and I explain this to them and they, they come back and they're like, thank you. That's like the only thing that's been orienting to me in this period that's been so painful where I've, I've had so many questions. I felt so stuck. I've felt like a misfit and now everything's starting to fit again. I'm starting to see, I'm starting to be able to experience what God's doing. I'm not feeling so lost to him anymore. So if you're a small group leader uh, or a pastor or a spiritual director, a counselor, a soul friend, uh, if you have friends that you like to journey with, in your relationship with God and in your life. Uh, Journey of the Soul is a book you need because it's going to help you understand where they are at in the Christ stages of faith. And it's going to help you have a whole um, new vista open up into your life. So many people have told us, you know, I thought this was all there was with the, the earlier stages. And when you've been walking with Jesus for some years, that can start to feel uh, stale or are just so familiar that it gets kind of boring. And when you realize, well, actually, there's a whole other uh, journey here. We call it the second half of the journey, the other side of this wall. 
and uh, wow, it's wonderful and it's beautiful and it's it's deep and there's there's more intimacy and more love flowing into me and out of me and, and more fruitfulness. And so people say, wow, I thought that was all there was, but there's this whole other life that God has for me. And so there's opportunity for a great spiritual renewal. One of the things that books have really done for me and helped me over the years is sometimes they'll they'll articulate things that I'm experiencing but I didn't have words for, or they'll validate my experience in a in a way that maybe I wasn't validating. Like I was just kind of writing it off or ignoring it or worse, even judging myself for it. And so that's one of the things that this understanding has been has done for me personally and that we've tried to do with our own articulation for others. Yeah, so you, hopefully you've uh, ordered a book, uh, even for some friends, and you can go to journeyofthesoul.org, and you can also get the leader guide, and that's really pertinent to what we're talking about, to helping others, and we really break down uh, you know, how to help difficult people and the understandings of each of the stages and how to put that into a process of a conversation or a group. We give you tons of tips, very practical tips on uh, uh, words to use to uh, express empathy and prayerfulness for people that you're listening to or that you're guiding in a small group. And we, you know, we, we lay it out with an outline for you if you want to over a six week period to lead a small group. And so um, what we want to do today, we're going to talk about grace for all people's journey. And so I pulled out one of our Soul Talk cards, and this is another resource on journeythesoul.org. We have cards for each of the Christ stages. That's what we're going to be unpacking today and then going into more detail in podcasts to come. We're going to unpack the six stages of faith with the uh, emotional and spiritual aspects for how we grow in the Lord. So I picked out a card here. It's a yellow one. It says confidence in Christ. That's the C stage, the first stage, and it's got a picture of a church on it because that's the symbol, because so often we, we come to faith and grow in faith through our church community. And so the verse on this card is a favorite one, a most repeated verse in the Bible, or one of the most repeated ones. The Lord is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. That's Psalm 145, verse 8. And then the soul talk question is, which characteristic of God's love do you especially need today and why? You got mercy and compassion, slow to anger, and filled with unfailing love. That's also good, but I, I think I especially need God's mercy today as we head into this week because mercy means that God doesn't judge me, but sometimes Bill judges me. <laughs> And we got a lot of stuff going on and, uh, you know, it's, it's easy to second guess myself about decisions or things that are, aren't going as well as they might. And so to come under the wing of Jesus and receive God's mercy, that's what I'm praying for. How about you, Christine? I love that. And I want that for you, more of God's mercy for you. And I want to be a, a source and ambassador of his mercy to you, Bill, when that Harsh judge, the accuser, comes after you. Well, you are, and especially yesterday. Yesterday was our Sabbath, because uh, this is Monday as we're talking to you on Soul Talks. And we took a walk at the beach, and a couple times Christy stopped and said, let's just let's just look at the ocean here. Let's just look at the, the sunlight glimmering on the water. And we just uh, soaked in God's grace there. And uh, thank you for helping me. Enjoy the moment better and let the, the waves of mercy, the waves of God's love, just wash me, wash my soul and help me to be in the moment. Yeah, I, I really believe God wants that for you, Bill. I think about the way that I want 
his mercy to abound to you and bring you relief from that judgment. And I can only imagine that what I feel is a fraction of the heart of God's desire for you in that. Thank you. Yes. Well, so how about you? Well, for me, it's unfailing love. You know, um, our listeners know I'm, <laughs> I'm an Enneagram too. And so my root and core fear is that, you know, there isn't enough love as to be unloved is, you know, unconsciously I fight against the lie that there's not enough love for me, that I'm not really lovable. And so God's unfailing love is the one that I most need to trust and receive. Yeah, that came up even as we watched the movie this weekend and uh, that we were talking about it and how you felt. And I realized, oh, I think this this m- triggered that fear that you have of being abandoned, that you would lose the love that you need. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really a big deal for you. There's a core wounding there. And so the fact that God's love is, is unfailing, it's unending, it, God will never abandon you. The embrace of Jesus is always there for you. That's one of the things that's been helpful to me in these stages of emotional and spiritual growth is because I've come to realize that God's love is manifest for me at every stage, even though some of the stages I'm able to see it and experience it a little bit more obviously. And others, it's the stages have helped me to see where it is when maybe in my experience I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, and so when you know your home stage it really turns the lights on for you. It gives you a language to describe your experience, your, your feelings, your needs, the challenges that you're facing, and and your next steps for spiritual growth. Yeah, you know, Bill, over 35 years ago, I had studied some of these stages in research and psychology when we were studying psychology in college and grad school. And, you know, they're very, very valid. They all, the, the emotional ones and the spiritual ones, they go together. They cross-validate each other. But I, I didn't appreciate the truth of them. I mean, they were helpful, but not like they're helpful to me today because what we've done is, is we've integrated all of these into one simple model that's easy to remember. It's so much helpful for me because I, you and I, sometimes we study a lot of data, but we can't retain it all. We can't hold on to it all. And so that's one of the gifts that God's given us in this is to give it all to us in a way that's easy to retain and remember and hold on and be applicable to us and to those that we're journeying with. Yeah, the best wisdom makes the complex simple. So we really leaned into Jesus for that in this book and really prayed for God to help us with that. And it's why we wrote it together, because we're opposite personalities and we wanted to cover all different personality types, not just uh, intense thinkers that go into the details like me, but we wanted to get the the heart people and the relational types, uh, the feeling types like you, Christy. And so to find the simplicity and the complexity, one expression of that is that we've given the stages a name, the Christ stages. And so that's an acronym rather than numbering the stages because you forget which number means which. Mm -hmm. But when you've got an acronym, Christ, and that's the first letter of each stage, that really helps. But before we unpack those stages, let's just uh, talk a minute about God's grace because, you know, we're talking about uh, grace for all people. And this is a journey of grace. These stages of faith are are stages of grace. It's God's goodness to us, like we just read in in the scripture, that uh, his his, uh, mercy and kindness and unfailing love that just wash over us. That's the power source for the stages of faith. And that's present at every stage, which is a grace. (laughs) And, And we need that reminder because I know for me, I have struggled with at times in my journey 
thinking that the stages ahead that I see other people in, that's where I've got to get to get mm -hmm. grace. Or to judge the stages that I was in in the past and think that they were, you know, well, I they weren't really, you know, grace stages. They were they were kind of immature. Or I don't know what I was doing then, but but then understanding this has really been so helpful because it's helped me to appreciate that no God's grace was with me in those stages that I used to look back and discount and not appreciate His grace. I can see it now, and then in the the ways that it's ahead of me. That's an invitation to me, but it doesn't cheat me out of feeling like I can't enjoy his grace with me now in my current home stage. That's so important that we celebrate each stage rather than judging ourselves or other people who are in a different stage, you know, that, that we find the good in each of those stages. And to help you do that, we've put together a Spotify list of uh, Christian contemporary Christian worship songs, about 30 songs for each of the Christ stages, plus the wall in the middle. And I just love listening to those playlists because it helps me remember being in that stage or maybe I'm having experiencing aspects of that stage now and just to see the goodness of it and pray for people who are in that stage. And, and uh, you know, it, this is not a linear, might sound like a you know, linear step process, but it's really uh, cyclical and we're usually in more than one stage at a time. And we've got, but we've got a home stage and probably touching into other ones. And we, we go back and forth in our growth process and that's natural and good and and the Holy Spirit leads us in that. And so the, the Christ stages in our, our growth in faith, our growth emotionally and spiritually, it, it is fueled by God's grace to us. And so we actually do a whole chapter on God's grace, and, and we contrast the cycle of grace and the cycle of works. And Because we want to be in that place where instead of uh, uh, everything being based on our, our conditions of worth and i got to achieve, and it's really coming out of ego, and it ends up leaving us empty, and that's the world's way, and we all know that, that way of self-effort and self-striving and straining. We want to be in the cycle of grace where we're starting with God's, God's unconditional love and acceptance of us. And that's our source of energy, that we're in this relational bond with God empathizes with us and sees the good in us. And then there's people in the body of Christ that do in our relationships. And so that gives us power and that gives us esteem. And then that's where our, our good work, our, our works of love and, and the fruit of the Spirit, it comes out of that relational experience with the Lord. And that's something that Jesus models for us as well in his life and calls us into and gives, gives us a vision for and also an invitation to join him in. And that's what we're going to talk about next week on Soul Talks. We're going to go into the Christ stages uh, with uh, Jesus Christ, our model, and show how he goes through each of these stages in his humanity uh, for us. So yeah, in each of the Christ stages, we feature a different manifestation of God's grace that we particularly need in that stage. So the C stage is confidence in Christ, and the grace there is sticky love, this, uh, this attachment, this trust relationship. And, the, you know, you can look at that psychologically with Eric Erickson and the psychosocial stages, uh, James Fowler, the stages of faith. But uh, trust and, and um, relational engagement is the, the bedrock foundation of healthy spirituality. It's where we start in our journey as a baby in our, in our home is learning that basic trust. And we need to start there spiritually too, learning the basic trust with the Lord. It's like as with a baby, the trust that we're learning there is it's a foundational trust. It's a start, but we grow in a, an ability to have a more mature trust and it's the same spiritually. And then all of us, as we, as we grow, we need to come back to that foundation mm -hmm. 
of confidence in Christ and how we uh, live into that in our relationships with one another. And so that's the C stage. And uh, just touching on each of these stages here for you to give you the overview. Uh, As I said, in future podcasts and blogs uh, each week coming up, we're going to be going into each of the stages uh, in depth with you. So the H stage uh, in the Christ model is help in discipleship. And the grace here is God's word in community. So it's building on the relation, relationships of trust and extending them into you know more people, like a small group context, like we were saying earlier, and uh, listening to God together and uh, digging into God's word. We, we use the, the Bible as the symbol of the H stage because it's the stage of uh, really learning the, the, the truths of Scripture, the stories of Scripture, and how it applies to our lives. We're learning God's instructions that are given to us as a grace because they'll help us because they work. And then the R stage is uh, responsibilities in ministry. And this is where we discover that we have gifts for serving God and that that's part of our growth and discipleship is, is really looking to other people and what they need and how can I make a difference with my time or my talents. And so the grace here is that what well, God gives each of us gifts and, you know, I love that uh, in Journey of the Soul, we call these joy gifts for serving God. Because when we're using our gifts to serve God, it, we're in our, our sweet spot. And there's joy in that because we're getting to see that, wow, you know, God is touching people, helping people, growing people, caring for people through my hands, through my heart. And it's, there's such a sense of significance and fulfillment that comes with that. One of the graces that we're receiving there is is our identities, an identity of uh, having a place in the body of Christ and having a, a mission or a call or a gift or something we can offer that's significant. I, I think about this stage and I think about our kids in elementary school and g- giving them some responsibility in the home mm-hmm. of something that they're uniquely good at and able to contribute. And there was a bolstering of their identity there, of their of, of a healthy ego there. And it's the same for us developmentally, spiritually, to see that we have a significant place in the body of Christ that matters. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up about identity, Christy. You know, our identity in Christ is so important in our spiritual journey. And this is where an example, uh, and there are many examples of this, but where studying the, the psychology of religion and faith and the psychological developmental stages helped us to really understand this, that identity needs are, are most strong and clear in the R stage. I mean, they're in all the stages, but the R stage is really a, a, a coming out with, with our personality and our uniqueness to, to serve others and to love God by doing that. And you get that uh, in Fowler and Erickson stages and uh, really helps us. So in, in, the, in the R stage chapter, we, we talk about working through false identity, and that's actually the roadblock. In each of these stages, we have a roadblock that's like uh, potentially could become the wall that's often in the middle. And we talk about how to work through that roadblock through these graces that we're sharing with you. So then we do come to the wall, and usually it's in the middle there. Um, and the wall is, is uh, in our model, it's not a stage. It's a transition from the first half to the second half, hopefully, if we get through the wall. Uh, unfortunately, many people don't get through the wall because it's scary. It's intimidating. It's, it's painful. It's really confusing and disorienting. And 
everything seems upside down in our life. And so we, we want to go back to the way things were when we felt happier or more significant and useful in God's service. Or they just don't have the understanding and the vision that there even is a second half. Because I know that was crucial for me at my wall. If I hadn't had you already on the other side of the wall and others, you know, who were showing me the way in this understanding, I can see how I would have not gotten through the wall. I would have just kind of been resigned and thought, well, I guess this is about all there is for me. Well, in your story, Christy, illustrates the importance of soul friendship, having a a friend, a a guide, a mentor, and why we wrote this book, to put it in your hands, uh, you who are listening, because there are people in your life, in your circle of influence, who so desperately need your empathy, but also your wisdom, your understanding and to learn how to, in a gentle way, guide somebody along the path with Jesus, with understanding about the Christ stages, oh, it makes such a big difference. So, you know, in the context of a small group or uh, especially like, a, you know, friendship over coffee type thing, uh, these conversations, it's not so much about teaching and advice giving as it is journeying together. And it's the questions that we ask, and it's the way we focus our empathy, and it's uh, going through a book together. And so, uh, wow, yeah, it really turns the lights on when we see that there's a whole other half of the journey here that, that can be wonderful if we will let the, the Spirit of Jesus do his work while we're at the wall in this season of transition. So the, uh, the roadblock at the wall is distrusting God. And that's where we're really challenged to uh, believe that God really is good because everything is so different and God feels far away and we're not experiencing his blessings in the same way as before and might be spiritually dry. And uh, so the grace is God's empathy, Emmanuel, that in Jesus and the Holy Spirit, God is with us, caring for us and loving us. And that changes everything, doesn't it? It does, and we'll talk next week about Jesus' wall. Yeah, and how he models for us how to get through that with emotional honesty and vulnerability in our prayers, but also in our friendships. And so we come to the I stage, and uh, this is the uh, the inner journey, and this is where we are becoming more self-aware of our emotions and our struggles and our sins and our, a deeper need that we have for grace and for God, God's healing and, and our own just repentance and change process. And so the inner journey can be like a second experience of almost like being born again or a recommittal or a renewal or some traditions, you know, we talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit as a, a, a deeper filling than, than came when I first trusted in the Lord. And, and it usually happens Around midlife, uh, I mean, there are some old souls that in their 20s have inner journey spirituality, but for most people, if if they're able to sort of reach these depths of intimacy with God, it's going to come, you know, probably middle life or even later. And so there's two sides of this journey that we teach, uh, two sides of the inner journey, and that's the, the self-awareness of our emotions and our inner person, but then also the the longings for God and the heart and desire for God's presence and, and to love God with our whole self. And most of you listening to Soul Talks are probably, this is probably your home stage. You're, you, you might be at the wall or you might be inner journey, but most people who listen to Soul Talks, I think this is their home stage. 
Yeah, we've said soul shepherding is an inner journey stay, inner journey ministry. Uh, we pick up a lot of people heading into the inner journey or going deeper or then coming out of the inner journey into the uh, S stage of spirit-led ministry. And uh, the, um, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. The, the grace of the I stage is deeper experiences of God's love. Now, as we come to the S stage, the grace is surprise blessings to share and we say that because a lot of times in the S stage, we're re-encountering the wall and there's uh, a dark night of the soul on the other side of the inner journey renewal. Uh, sometimes we experience some challenges in there. Uh, but even if, even if that's not the case, the, there's a theme that God's gifts to us, God's grace to us keeps surprising us because we're learning to live in this, this spirit world, the spirit led path of, of, of God is present, God is leading us. It's not just, I'm not just based on my abilities, but it's on God's abilities. And I'm not just doing my work for God, like in the R stage. Now in the S stage, I'm doing my work with God. And so the grace in the S stage. Is the surprise blessings of the Lord, the the joy of being in the easy yoke of Jesus. You know, you hear us talk about the easy yoke of Jesus because that's uh, the book I wrote, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. And that's all about this shift from the I stage to the S stage. And that's where I was when, when I wrote this book. And uh, the Spirit-led ministry is this walk with me and work with me, Jesus says. You know, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace that go with my easy yoke. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And those are Jesus' words on the other side of him smiling, opening his arms, and saying, come to me. He invites us into that easy yoke to, to uh, work with him, to get work done. But now we, we have a, a new uh, power source. I mean, we all, you know, as soon as we come to Christ, we, we have the Holy Spirit, God's presence and power, but there's some deeper learning that needs to happen, deeper surrender, deeper deeper trust, and working through issues so that we develop habits of while we're living, while we're serving people, while we're working, we're depending on the Spirit of Jesus. I'm thinking again of an illustration with our kids, and them in the R stage would have kind of been more like they're trying to to do something in their own limited experience of wisdom and strength. And I come along to try to bring mine and they're like, no, I do it. I do it. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of, you know, stubborn focused on that they can do it. And so, you know, I back off and let them do it because I want them to learn some competence, but they don't know all that they don't know yet. And in spirit led ministry, it's kind of like they want to make use of my presence and my knowledge and my power. And they want to do it relationally with me. And then they're excited about all this greater power and understanding. And it's the same for us in the S stage where we're joined to the grace of God and all of his, his presence, his power, his abundance, all the things he knows we don't know. And then the effectiveness of, of the doing it becomes so much surprising and bigger than we expected. Yeah, S stage is wonderful. Our symbol that we use in the book is the sailboat because we're being powered by the wind of the spirit. And so it, it's, it can be a continuing renewal of the I stage that we're overflowing now uh, in our ministry to other people. Uh, and we're wounded healers, and we realize that, and we see, we come to peace with the, the hurts and the trials and the wounds of our life. 
um, because we see how God is redeeming that and how God is using that to help other people. And that's giving us joy. So, um, yeah, that stage is a wonderful stage. And then we come to the T stage in the Christ model, and this is transforming union. And uh, here we are learning to practice God's presence, and what a grace that is. And, and that's the, the blessing of the T stage is this increased awareness and reliance upon the Holy Spirit with us and helping us participate in the, the Trinitarian community, the love of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and helping us uh, do all that we do uh, with God and for God's glory. And even in times of uh, suffering or being mistreated, there is a, a deeper trust in God and a deeper peace and contentment and even a joy through that because we're, we're just vessels of the Lord and we're so uh, privileged to be in that position. There's a greater humility in the T stage. Yeah, so those are the Christ stages. I wish we could just take your questions right now. It's <laughs> so fun when we do this in the Institute. You know, we have a whole week on Journey of the Soul. We call it spiritual and psychological development. And we've got a retreat coming up uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, going through the Christ stages there. And would love to have you join us at that. This stuff is best worked out in community. And that's why we wrote the Leader Guide and the Soul Talk cards. And that's why we're, we're going to go through the Journey of the Soul with you who are listening stage by stage, you know, in the weeks to come. But today we just wanted you to get the, the overview, the, the lay of the land with the Christ stages so that you can begin to see where your experiences fit. And, uh, you know, one of the things I love in, in our uh, institute, Christy, and the uh, spiritual direction certificate training is, is inviting people to join us in making a collage, a chart of their journey of the soul mm -hmm. and identifying each of the Christ stages. And that's where, that's the 10th chapter in our journey of the soul book. And, uh, and by the way, on journeyofthesoul.org, we have videos that Christy and I have done just short, like 10 minute vi videos, uh, seven of them. Uh, and we go through each of the Christ stages and then we go through this. Well, how would you, how would you make a, a collage to uh, a chart to see where are you in your journey of the soul? And let's map this out. So thank you for joining us on Soul Talks as we journey together, as we grow in Christ together. It is really a privilege and honor for Bill and I, and we love hearing from you. We appreciate you sharing this podcast with others. That's the way that uh, you can be catalytic for God's kingdom. And as we travel together relationally and journey together, we grow more and we support each other more and we're stronger together. So we hope that you will continue to join us and you'll continue to invite others to join us too. Heavenly Father, bless each of our friends listening. Bless them in their journey of their soul. Just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would turn the lights on for each of our friends to understand the stages and where they are, where they've been, and where you're leading them. And, uh, and Jesus, just show us your smile wherever we are that that uh, we are loved by God and uh, we are loved by you right where we are and help us take hold of your hand and understand that the next step that we can take for growth and show us, Lord, who is a friend that we can journey with, a group that we can journey with, people that we could lead through this process. And it's the best way that we can learn is to, is to gather with friends and, and talk to them about the journey and listen to them and pray together and uh, follow you together. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as a new author, I'm learning a lot about books and publishing. And one of those things that I'm learning is that 
pre-ordering really is important. And I didn't know this, but I learned that all pre-order books count as first day sales. And that makes a big difference. So you can really help us if you pre-order Journey of the Soul because it will make Journey of the Soul easier to find on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Journey of the Soul is owned by Soul Shepherding. Bill and I wrote it, but we gave the rights to Soul Shepherding. So profits will go to this ministry and support ministry to pastors, to missionaries, to people serving God around the world. You can find out more by visiting journeyofthesoul.org. And thank you so much for journeying with us in Jesus. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org.